Good day listeners, welcome back to Body Basics this week with me Lance, it's so awesome to be back and I thoroughly hope everyone's having an awesome week so far. So today I'd like to chat about shin splints and what are shin splints. So the term shin splints describes pain felt along the front of your lower leg at the shin bone. This pain concentrates in the lower leg between the knee and ankle. Your doctor may refer to the condition as medial tibial stress syndrome. Shin splints frequently affect people who engage in moderate to heavy physical activity. You may be more likely to develop shin splints if you participate in strenuous physical activities or stop-start sports such as tennis, soccer and basketball. Sometimes the pain of shin splints can be so intense that you must stop the training or activity. And Shin splints is a cumulative stress disorder. Repeated pounding and stress on your bones, muscles and joints of your lower leg prevents your body from being able to naturally repair and store itself. So the pain associated with shin splints results from excessive amounts of force on the shin bone and the tissue attaching the shin bone to the muscle surrounding it. The excessive force causes the muscle to swell and increases the pressure against the bone leading to pain and inflammation. Shin splints can result also from stress reactions to bone fractures. The constant pounding can cause minute cracks in the bone of the leg. The body can repair the cracks if given time to rest. However, if the body doesn't get enough time to rest, these tiny cracks can result in complete fractures or a stress fracture. So who is at risk of shin splints? Various activities and physical attributes can put you at risk of getting shin splints. Risk factors such as an anatomical abnormality, such as flat foot syndrome, muscle weakness in the thighs and glutes, lack of flexibility, improper training techniques, running downhill or running on a slanted surface or uneven terrain, running on hard surfaces like concrete or using inappropriate worn out shoes for running or working out, participating in sports that have fast stops and starts like soccer for instance. Shin splints are also more likely to occur when your leg muscles and tendons are tired. Women, people with flat feet or rigid arches, athletes, military recruits and dancers all have an increased likelihood of developing shin splints. People with shin splints will experience some of the following symptoms, like for instance a dull ache in the front part of the lower leg, pain that develops during exercise, or pain on either side of the shin bone, muscle pain and pain along the inner part of the lower leg, tenderness or soreness along the inner part of the lower leg, swelling in the lower leg, usually mild if present, and numbness and weakness in the feet. So I'd encourage you to see your doctor if your shin splints don't respond to common treatment methods, or if you're experiencing any of the following symptoms, such as severe pain in your shin after fall or accident, a shin that feels hot or warm to the touch, a shin that's visibly swollen or pain in your shins even when you are resting. Your doctor will usually be able to diagnose shin splints during a physical exam. They'll ask you about the type of physical activities that you participate in and how often you pursue them. Doctors may prescribe diagnostic tests such as imaging scans and x-rays if they suspect that you might be suffering from bone fractures or a condition other than shin splints. Shin splints normally require that you take a break from certain training and give your legs time to rest. The discomfort will usually resolve completely after a few hours, at most a few days, with rest and limited activity. The suggested amount of downtime is typically about two weeks. During this time, you can engage in other sports that are less likely to cause additional harm to your legs. These activities include swimming or walking. Your doctor may often suggest that you do the following, like to keep your legs elevated, use ice packs to reduce swelling, take over-the-counter anti-inflammatories, wear elastic compression bandages or use a foam rose to massage your shins. 
check with your doctor before restarting any of these activities that cause the shin splints in the first place. Warming up before exercising is also a good way to make sure your legs aren't so sore. Steps you can take to avoid getting shin splints include wearing shoes that fit well and offer good support. Using shock absorbing insoles which you can find online or in certain fitness training stores. Avoiding exercising on hard or slanted surfaces or uneven terrain. Increasing exercise intensity gradually. Warming up before exercising. Making sure you stretch properly. Engaging in strength training, specifically toe exercises that build calf muscles and not attempting to exercise through the pain. Any intensive exercise program requires strengthening of all the surrounding muscle groups. Workouts should be varied to avoid an overuse and trauma in particular muscle groups. You should refrain from any intense exercise program if severe muscle pain or other physical symptoms develop. Thanks listeners, that's all from me this week and until next week, as always, I'd like to encourage you to stay healthy, stay active and stay happy.